Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- I a bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate- some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses, this pace case. This is Bachelor Clues. Today is Monday, a very special Monday. It's Monday, June 26th, which means you're going to be listening to us uh, do a Digging Deeper today. And then tomorrow, you're going to be listening to us break down night one of Bachelorette season 20, Charity Lawson. I'm so excited for us in the future. Because we're recording this a little early. <laughs> we are recording this last week, but nonetheless, I'm still looking forward to next Monday, aka tonight's big show. Now, tonight. Speaking of next Monday slash tonight's big show, I have something to bring up. You know, we have we do digging deeper. Uh-huh. Uh, Dark Seeker painstakingly goes through a million podcasts in the Bachelor and Bachelor mm-hmm. peripheral worlds 
to find the best clips. And you might have noticed over the past uh, couple months, there have been almost no clips from Happy Hour on Clickbait. This is for a very simple reason. Clickbait, the last original episode that they aired was May 18th. They began rerunning uh, various old episodes on May 24th, and the last rerun that they aired was May 31st. They have been dark since mm. May 31st. Bachelor Happy Hour, the other official Bachelor Nation podcast, the last original episode was March 28th. Their, uh, they began rerunning episodes on April 7th, and their last rerun episode was also May 30th. So those are one day apart. The last mm. rerun episodes aired. Does that mean these podcasts are dead? I have no idea. But I do know Charity Lawson's season is premiering tonight. And to our knowledge, the only promotion she has done for it on a podcast is on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine. So even the official promotion. That's because she's the real goat. Of what? Caitlin Bristow. Of our beloved game. I mean, agree to disagree. We'll, we'll always agree to disagree on this. I'm just saying, which podcast was she on? Do you want to go by Most Roses? Why would I go by that stat? It's meaningless. Excuse me? It's meaningless. Most roses? Yeah. Who cares? That's the whole the whole game is dictated by how many roses you get. If you get 10 roses, you're a ring winner. Mm-mm. It's about what you do with the roses that you get. This is shocking. I'm assuming that the podcasts are dead, at least for now, or doing a rebrand until maybe next Bachelor season. Because... If they were covering charity season, they would have been doing it this week. I agree. Uh, they usually do do that. They usually send out the new lead to go on happy hour the week before. And hi, I can't wait for the season. It's going to be crazy. We've seen it happen again and again and again. Here, uh, now we have nothing. And there's been no mention officially from these podcasts to their audiences about any of this. Right. Everyone is left in the dark. So if these podcasts do come back, I don't know if they're going to address it. I have no idea how this is going to happen or who the new host might be, if that's what's going on here. But it... it I can I see think, them coming back and just being like, we took a little break, but now we're back. And that's it. <laughs> sure, that could be it too. But again, they have no podcasts, no original content airing the week before a new season of Bachelorette. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign. No. Not a good so sign the Sauce Wars now are essentially all tea. And you're starting to see it. You'll see in today's clips. Yeah. We got a lot of T-clips that are revealing some Let's crazy behind-the-scenes shit from a variety of different seasons. Maybe we can get Charity. You know? uh, I don't know about that. No rules. <laughs> charity, come on. <laughs> I think the producers probably still have to um, you know, approve any, any podcast appearances. But I just wanted to open today's Digging Deeper with a little bit of that information because... You know, we have gotten a lot of good content out of those two podcasts, and they really do help mm -hmm. shape what the producers are trying, what narratives they're trying to spin, and what they will and won't let you say. And now these podcasts just are not there anymore. Does this mean that the T won the Saucers? Well, I think the T is winning right now. Who the hell knows what's going to happen in the future? I can't imagine that those podcasts don't come back this week. I feel like they have to. With the airing of Charity Lawson's Don't, new season. Why would they not have come back already? Like, I just would think that if you're going to relaunch it, you would do it this week. I literally have no idea. What is your prediction? When will they come back? This week. With no episode before the season starts. Correct. Interesting. 
That's my prediction. We'll see. I'm going to predict it doesn't come back until next bachelor season. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're going to take a long hiatus. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think their biggest ratings for both of those shows happened during Paradise. Maybe it'll come back for Paradise. Okay. That's a possibility. Yeah, maybe Paradise. Because they have constant guests coming through uh, that are like important, integral even to the narratives of that show. I'll guess it'll air the week before Paradise. Yeah. Well, whatever the case is. We'll see who's right. Yeah, we will see who's right. If either, maybe it never comes back. I don't fucking know. I literally don't know. I don't think that's possible. There's money on the table. Maybe. Not a lot. <laughs> see, I this is another thing that I think about constantly is like, is it that does Becca Kufrin want to take time off because of mm. her pregnancy? And if that's the case, are they looking for new hosts? You know, clickbait got whittled down to just grocery toward the end there. Right. They got to be looking for new hosts. I'm okay with that. I I want grocery to be podcasting, though. That's my main complaint about this. No, if I agree. If clickbait ends, grocery, if you're listening, and I know you are, you listen to every one of our shows and DM me about mm-hmm. it all the time. You're a huge fan. Yeah. You have to do your own podcast. Yeah. If clickbait ends, you must do your own podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'll leave that there. What would it be called? I think just grocery, wouldn't it? Gab with grocery. Just call it grocery. Or call it being. Being grocery. Being grocery with grocery. <laughs> hey, welcome to being grocery. Tastes like grocery. I'm grocery. I'm being grocery. And today it depends on who all you are wind up being. Well, you know, thank you, grocery, for having me on your debut episode. <laughs> yeah, of course, Nick. Not a problem. All right. We're six and a half minutes in. We're seven okay. minutes in. We got to get to the, the clips. Well, those were important stats. So I... Thank you for keeping us posted on those. Yeah, I, I felt that it's important because uh, those podcasts are clip. You know, we play clips from those shows all the time. They are very important podcasts in terms of the kind of secondary bachelor world where the producers use podcasts and things like that to spin their narratives or uphold whatever narratives they're trying to have in their season. So that's where they are. But luckily, She's All Batch is still going strong. And we've got clips from two different episodes for you from She's All Batch today. One with Trey Cooper and a couple with Ed Wastebrot, who you may remember. One of my favorite micro shows. I love uh, their interviews are just fucking fantastic. We have some clips from Almost Famous OG, uh, where Trista is talking about her wedding, and she delivers some tea that is some crazy behind-the-scenes shit about how that the whole wedding uh, shoot was constructed and what the producers allowed them to do for various reasons. What other stuff they stole from her? <laughs> uh, essentially, yes. We have some clips from the most dramatic podcast ever with Claire Crawley. She is spilling tea all over the place, as is Dark Lord Harrison. We have some other clips from another episode of Most Dramatic Podcast with Courtney Robertson. Tea everywhere. And we have some yes. clips from Off the Vine with guests Becca Tilly and Haley Kiyoko. Tea everywhere. This is a full tea episode, ladies and gentlemen. So strap in and let's begin. This is... Digging Deeper. Our first clip comes to us from She's All Batch from June 15th. The guest was Trey Cooper. And Trey Cooper fires some tea into the saucers here in a discussion about the nature of his exit from BIP Season 7 and how the producers attempted to manipulate him. Here we go. I think I burnt a little bridge with them. I'm not going to lie. I kind of forced forced myself out of there. Like They didn't show that. They kind of did me a solid. But I was like, I was not the easiest I would say to deal with when I wanted to leave because I wanted to leave. 
at a certain point. Because of the uncle stuff? Because of the uncle stuff and Taj won't like at the time. And this is why it's kind of confusing my exit is because I didn't want to like, you know, throw dirt on her name when they were asking me like, why are you want to leave? But it's like, it, I didn't realize that that would make it look confusing. Like if you don't give them anything, they're just gonna run with the confusing storyline. She basically in the most respectful way possible kind of unraveled on me out there. Like kind of lost her mind, would get a little drunk and kind of yell and, you know, throw things and turn into someone that like, I wasn't necessarily interested in pursuing. And then after that, it was like a combination of the uncle thing. And then the girl that I really, really liked uh, in the beginning, just completely doing a 180. After mm -hmm. the rose ceremony, after I gave her my rose, she like acted like a different person. And I was like, okay, I don't want this. And so then I was like talking to my producer and I was like, hey, like I want to go after this girl instead. And they were pretty much like, no, <laughs> like you have to like either stick with Tajwan or wait till we bring new girls in. And my sister was about to give birth at the time. And I was like, dude, if I'm just out here waiting for some random girls that I don't know to come in, like I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to bounce. And so then I was like, I want to leave. And that's when the whole friction started. They're like, uh, we don't really <laughs> want you to leave. So what can we do to keep you? And I was like, nothing at this point. And so, yeah, I don't think they like me that much anymore. Who was the girl that you wanted to pursue? Deandra. And they said you couldn't. Deandra. Oh, but she had yeah. another storyline okay. that you couldn't mess yeah. up or something, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And, well, and one of my friends, I think Carl at the time was trying to pursue. He got her like a Pandora bracelet or something. And so I was like, I mean, it was a lot of that mm -hmm. on our season. A lot of like the guys got friends with each other very quickly. And so then it was like, uh, I'm Noah. I'm talking to Abigail. We like Noah. We're not going to talk to Abigail. And so it was like, I think the, the goal of Paradise, and it's why I enjoy Love Island, is I like when you can be free to kind of mingle yeah. and maybe talk to, it was not like that on my season of Paradise. It was like, you talk to one girl and you're with her. There you have it Damn. from Trey Cooper. Definitely a contract violation. Uh, everything he said here is a contract violation. And mm -hmm. he is very clearly explaining that Paradise is 100% scripted. The producers have your couple's already matched up before you walk in the door. And if you try to date outside of that, they will not allow it. Uh, there's a lot of nefarious shit that has been going on in paradise. I will just say over the, the past couple of seasons in terms of how producers are manipulating players. And maybe at some point, someday, somebody will come on our show to talk about all of it. But uh, <laughs> I, even I have been jaw on the floor astounded in a bad way by how these producers are treating some of these players in the past two seasons of Paradise. It's behind the scenes, I mean. It's unreal. It just makes, like, I get it. You have the storylines you're hoping for. That's why you cast certain people, hoping to set them up. But like he's saying, Love Island, where it's more of a free-for-all, even though it's not that it's not that free, they're still, like, specifically trying to get certain things to happen. But the fact that he couldn't pursue a person he's actually interested in Guess what? That's what we actually want to watch. We exactly. don't want to watch fake shit. And the job of a producer on a show like this is not to say no to that. It's to say, how can we make that thing he wants to do as entertaining as possible? So set him up for failure, potentially. Let him take the shot and make him fall on his face. Let us see that. But don't completely uh, stop him from doing play. It's, it's so bad. But interesting uh, opening clip here. Getting this straight behind the scenes tee. Yeah, and also this stuff we didn't see from Tajwan, though she was yelling and throwing things. Right. Well, you know, she's not there to defend herself. I will cast no judgment she on She couldn't pee or poop. Said. Yeah, exactly. I would throw everything. <laughs> All right, let's move on. 
Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And One Skin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists... Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the, the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and <laughs> my... Um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about. But I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no rollback waistband. Mm. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. 
Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. We have now three clips from She's All Batch again. The, this is from June 8th. The guest was Ed Wastebrot. You may remember him coming in in a giant plastic ball on his season. Oh, yes. You may remember him from his fireside chat with Dark Lord Harrison. Well, we're going to get to that fireside chat. He discusses a lot about that fireside chat in these clips. Mm. The first clip, however, Wastebrot gives uh, what some would call a definitive answer on the Phantom Night One rumors. Here we go. Can you... Clear up some conspiracy theory. You only shot night one once, correct? Correct. True. Yeah. You know, there's a conspiracy theory, and I'm asking this for my co-host Jackie because she's adamant that this could have happened. That um, that's why the Claire and Dale thing occurred because people think that you shot night one, then then you had to stop, go home. Claire's thinking about Dale, then you come back and that's why she fell so hard for him. But that's not the case you're saying. No, not the case. Well I like <laughs> that uh people are thinking uh this rumor, et cetera, et cetera. I believe I started this. I believe I was the the person who You absolutely started this. <laughs> it's all you talked about. Coined Phantom Night One. I still believe it's real. I think Waste Broad is lying here. Oh my God. Based on what? Uh, the pause, the long pause. Did you shoot Night One twice? There's about a two second pause there. You think all these people who say Phantom Night One is not real are lying? Or there was some version of it. Like maybe Waste Broad wasn't in that Night One. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They saved the Bubble Boy just for the real Night One. What? Maybe they, maybe they started shooting it and then they got the call pull the plug, pull the plug, pull the plug, COVID. Maybe they only got through five or six guys. Maybe Waste Brought wasn't in that. Mm, okay. I love your confidence in your own conspiracy theory. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I mean, look, I never have been convinced that uh, Phantom Night One happened. I'm even more not convinced at this point. I, everyone has denied it. They have no reason to make this up. Dale Moss is just that strong a player. He only needed one Night One to seal this deal. The United States government covered up a oh, an 80 year <laughs> covered up an 80 year lie. All I need to hear is the United States government about you know what is the most important information on planet Earth that we have been visited by aliens that they have been oh studying them that they have alien bodies. Of course we're here. Of course we are. What do you mean of course we're here? Of course we are here. This is planet Earth. I'm just saying organizations have an ability to suppress information, to make people lie on their behalf, et cetera, et cetera. And I think The Bachelor... You think The Bachelor is that good at covering up something like this? Yeah, I think they they threaten everyone with a massive lawsuit. If you fucking tell anybody about Phantom Night One, we'll sue your ass into oblivion. I think they do say that. Yes. And so everybody's like, okay, there was no Phantom Night One. We, we'll tow that line. We got to get one of those players on this podcast. Maybe when they say it to your face, they'll, you'll believe it. No, I won't. Let's move on. No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> no evidence can. Uh, <laughs> I, I simply take me feel out of it in my bones. Down. I know it was real. You feel it in your cold bones. Yes, I do. Let's move on to the second clip from the same podcast. This is also Ed Wastebrook. He's discussing the hangout with Dark Lord Harrison 
in Bachelorette season 16 and how much manipulation the producers did to get him to that hangout. Here we go. You are most known for that scene with Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison day. Yeah, that's my one-on-one of the year. <laughs> what? Can you please tell me how this moment came to be? Because people don't get to get one-on-one time with Chris Harrison. What happened here? Uh, yeah. Well, no, look. I mean, it, it happened exactly kind of as you saw it. And I'll admit people, people always ask me, Hey, was this, you know, were you a part of this setup? And I'll be honest, they kind of bamboozled me. So I showed up, I fully thought I was visiting Tasha, but uh, basically I had like, uh, you know, the shoulder thing, I backed out of the uh, fight with Chasen. And so the idea was, Hey, I need to kind of get some alone time with Tasha to make up for this, blah, blah, blah. So I waited till like 3 a.m. one night when one of the dates was over. They said Tasha was around. Um, so they kind of led me, you know, to this door, which I believed to be Tasha's. And then I saw Chris. My first reaction was, hey, um, you know, maybe Chris is just hanging out talking to Tasha like the usual banter. Um, but it wasn't. So it actually turned out to be great. I mean, they played it off as a comedy um, being very awkward, but in reality, getting in there, had wine, talked to Chris about all kinds of random things. He was a great host at 3 a.m. And it was actually fun. So it was a, it was a huge highlight. Um, <laughs> like I said, you kind of at first you're shocked and you're a little bit like you feel you feel a little gypped. But I thought 10 seconds later, like this is Chris Harrison. I get to hang out with Chris Harrison, drink some wine, uh, get away from the guys and just kind of all the stuff that's going on and just hang out. So. I welcomed it and it was, it was a really good time. So it's one of those, uh, yeah, it's probably, probably a highlight for me. And just, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a nice hour or so hanging out with Chris. An hour. It was, it was a while. Yeah, it was, wow. it was good. He was friendly. He was talking about sports, colleges, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, and I, you know, I like, I kind of never expected how they turned it into a comedy. I think they showed us kind of like looking at the ceiling being very awkward, but uh, truth be told, it never was like that. It was actually just kind of like, you know, this is this is kind of a casual conversation, fun, and went to bed after that. Now, if you remember this event, it was, in my opinion, Ed Wastebrot's most significant contribution to that season, the hangout mm-hmm. with Dark Lord Harrison. Um, on DLH's main grid. Yeah, that is true. Probably That's- deleted now with a black square. <laughs> Those are the two posts he deleted, the black <laughs> square and the Ed Wastebrot friend photo. <laughs> those are the two things he wants erased from his identity if you remember correctly this event started with 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 uh camera crew following waste brought around the grounds of the resort and uh he didn't know where he was going they they at least made him Mm -hmm. act like or were actively tricking him into looking like he he was lost on the grounds of the resort Mm -hmm. And he's stumbling around in the dark, et cetera, et cetera. As if you can wander around the resort, as if they let you yeah. do that. So he was yeah. acting a little bit in that regard. But here, he's contract violating, and he's essentially saying that the producers told him he was going to go talk to Tasha. Mm-hmm. Just a straight fucking lie to his face. Yeah, bamboozled. And then, ha-ha, fuck you. See, this is the thing I remember him most for, other than the entering in the bubble. But when he says I was never expecting it to turn into comedy, I'm like, when you get a grandy that's you in a bubble, you're a fool. You got to yeah. know that. You got to know I, I'm getting a fool edit this season. Everything you do is going to be fool edited. But I don't think the guys... They don't give the ring winner a bubble entrance. 
Yeah, Sorry. exactly. No, and and I don't think the guys understand that. They never will. Yeah, they didn't read the book. Exactly. How to win The Bachelor. Should have read it. Let's move on now. We have one more clip from this. Same episode of She's All Bachelor with Ed Wastebrot. In this third and final clip, Wastebrot issues another contract violation. This man is all tea on this fucking podcast. This contract violation is about a secret hangout he had in paradise that didn't make the edit. Here we go. Yeah, it was uh, it was a brief experience, but it was fun. Um, you know, had a I had a one on one with Little John that they did not show, so they kind of repeated the Chris Harrison moment. It just never made the air, so I got to hang out with Little John and talk about dating and you know all kinds of random uh, stuff. What? So it was one of those things I couldn't believe. Yeah, I didn't make it, didn't make the bloopers or anything, but it was fun. So. Kind of follow up the Chris Harrison with the little John one-on-ones. He's got to know at this point he's getting the fool at it. And he yeah. did get a strong fool at it on Paradise, too. I remember it was like my Kenna was coming in last. And this yeah. was just literally her last resort was going on this one-on-one date with Ed. Yeah. They went rollerblading? Roller skating? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yep. Uh, I believe that's right. It This sheds interesting light on the entire show to me, though. And I remember that season specifically. They had all these guest uh, hosts come in and all that kind of shit. Wells in a different shirt. Wells in a different shirt. David Spade. Tight Lil John. Party. Yeah, Titus Burgess and Lance Bass, I think. I may be leaving out mm-hmm. one, but I'm, I think I got them all. At any rate. Uh, that, that comedian, the famous guy. David, David Spade. Spade. Yeah. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Um, they put these motherfuckers to work. They had Lil John on a fucking one-on-one date, basically, with Ed Wastebrot. And he did it. He could have said, like, Why no. Why did we see that? that I'm fucking hilarious. Lil John. Exactly. And this just goes to the point of, like, they get so much good footage all the time on the show. And what they cut, what they show you is nothing. They take all the fun out of it, all the personality out of it. At least that season is what we're learning now. I just feel like shit like this is invaluable for putting together the picture in your mind of how the show is constructed, what footage they actually have versus what they choose to air Mm. and how they just leave out. I'm sure this was fucking interesting. Even a blooper he says it didn't make. Why not? That should have been the tag at the end of the show. I don't know. It's so strange. Maybe because they only wanted like... They wanted to really emphasize that moment where they show Natasha Parker shooting the champagne with him over her Instagram followers. Yeah, that probably was it. Didn't uh, want it to be little John heavy. <laughs> I don't know. This episode's feeling a little, a little, little John heavy. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Now we enter the main course. <laughs> Those were merely appetizers. <laughs> Just a few cups of tea to get you ready for this feast. Now we move into Almost Famous OG. This is a two-part special they did on June 13th and 14th talking about Trista's wedding. This was the televised event of the season. I believe they made a million dollars for it. 
to allow ABC to to show it on TV. And we are going to get a couple of clips here that deliver some insane tea about the behind the scenes shit that they had to deal with when they're arguing with producers to try and set up this wedding, uh, how some of their guests were treated, what, who one of the guests even was that is insane. So please uh, buckle your seatbelts and get ready for this first clip in which Trista and Gingin discuss a moment at the wedding with one of Ryan's friends, Ben, who had this embarrassing drunk moment and the producers chose to use it for drama. Here we go. If you want to hear the rest of this clip and you want to hear all the digging deepers that we have done over the course of the past three years, what's it been? Something like that. If you want to get access to our live shows that happen every Monday at 4.30 p.m., although they're going to be changing to 5.30 p.m. for charity season. Uh, if you want to get access to all of the Clues Corners, the Pace Case Palapas, the Dark Seekers Dungeons, where we do in-depth coverage of other shows, Love is Blind, uh, Ultimatum, Vanderpump Rules. If you want all of that, if you want to get our Discord, where you can submit your own scream that we will play every Friday on this week in Bachelor Nation, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us on the bottom of the pit and you get all of that. Hope to see you there very soon. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit. You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit, there's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit